0: Welcome to today's very special show. Did you know that you are beautiful? But in today's show, we are going to tell you how to become more beautiful, attractive, charming. There is a science behind how people can accomplish gain beauty and there is a scientific reason behind it why and how we will explain the science and then we will also tell you detailed steps
1: <laughs> to,
0: <laughs> to become beautiful okay and this <clears throat> is important for many people but it is especially important for high school people college people working professionals because the sense of self-esteem, confidence is built from it or taken away by lack of it. And that is totally under our control. So we should be investing in our own confidence, self-esteem, because those are also very important components of beauty, beautifulness.
1: Okay.
0: So, that's today's show.
1: Very nice. <laughs> I was looking for this topic, uh, really looking forward to hearing about this topic, Sandeep. Okay. Because uh, in a lot of uh, people's head or in our head, we have a wrong concept of beauty. Yes. Right? And I think I grew up with the wrong concept too. So, <laughs> I'm looking forward to it.
0: Okay. <laughs> we have to correct?
1: Yes. <laughs> okay. So, I'm so glad we are ta- we are talking about this. So, Welcome to the online samosa with Sandeep and Yamini. And let's dive deep into the beauty. Sure. (laughs) All right.
0: Very nice. Okay. So, how to be beautiful. Okay. That's the subject. Now, I'm going to explain a few things. In school or college, or even in other social environments, many times, everybody has experienced this, which is across the room, you will see somebody. A boy or a girl, <laughs> and you can be a boy or a girl, yeah. and you say, oh, "Good-looking person." <laughs> Good-looking person, you notice, you notice right away, yeah, right. And your kind of reaction in the mind as well, right? That's it, I know. But you have to now look at the environment and see if you can talk or any, you know if it's going to be possible. But you can notice who they are, and. Your reaction isn't just based on physical beauty. I need I need to observe that because initially you will feel that I find that kind of person beautiful, right? That look, whatever it is in your head. But over time, you will find that there are many many types of faces, shall i say, body types that fit your definition of beauty. Then you say, okay, it's not one type. And that's true. Okay. So this everybody. Now, second thing that everybody has observed, I will point out, which is that person opens their mouth. No, I don't mean to eat. <laughs> I mean to talk. <laughs> <laughs> and you, within two sentences, you say, "Oh, I don't want to be standing here anymore. <laughs> this is the person you said, wow. Mm-hmm. And they open it, they start talking and you realize you're not attracted to that. Something is just turning you off. Okay. Everybody has this experience. Some you will meet some people that were, wow. And then you go, oh, like the balloon (laughs) difference.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So you realize that person, when they talked, and I'm going to have to tell you a little bit more in kind of in a notes format, because there's a lot of stuff that I'm going to tell you in a very short period of time. So let me tell you. So you realize Maybe that that person is self-centered. The way they, just the way they talk, you realize they're me, 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 no concern to you. You said something, you maybe express some you know, emotion you were feeling. They ignore everything and they're so full of themselves. And you go, okay, I'm done. Good. Or you realize that they're not really smart you can immediately see that their intelligence is low, their awareness of what's happening in the environment. I mean, you're talking about something that fits that room, that environment, or, you know, that situation, and they are in a completely different land,
1: you know.
0: They're really bothered that their dress is not coming out just quite right that day. Because they gained a half a pound yesterday. And they're really just talking about that. only, saying, oh, no, no, I, you tell them you're looking good. And they go, no, no, I'm not looking good. I mean, me and my time, and I can't even see the fire. I mean, do you look anorexic?" <laughs> but to them, mm. like that. You know what I mean? Okay. But there's more. Okay. Then they can be unaware of what is happening in the world. So you talk about something and they go, yeah, I like Ukraine, right? I knew a guy from Ukraine once. When oh, when I was a kid, twenty years ago. No, no there's a war. <laughs> you have no idea. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. So you start to make notes by saying this person is not present. Right? They may not have any awareness of the social temperature. There's an important person coming to, you know, grace that okay, okay, occasion. Okay, we are preparing. They just doing chit chat. We're doing light conversation, and they start talking loudly about some blink that they're having. No, no. This is not a time to discuss your real personal problem. This is just chit chat time. Until that person dignitary shows up, then we do the formal thing. And at the right time, we can just you know let yeah. our hair down and have a more meaningful discussion. But this is kind of, and they have no idea of reading the social temperature of the situation. And you go, oh. I don't want to stand here because if they keep talking like this in a loud tone, everybody look at me, that I'm the one causing them to do that. And I don't have social awareness and social temperature. So I go, I'm so sorry. Excuse me. I need to just say hi to this person. (laughs) You're out of there. Why? Because this person just called, made a social blunder in a loud volume, in the wrong temperature, couldn't read. And then you will avoid that person like a plague for the rest of that evening, no matter how physically attractive they. Okay, there's more. Hang on. (laughs) (laughs) I need you to know all these things because if you have any of these things, then you need to start becoming aware and working on them. I'm not picking on anybody. I'm only educated. So listen. So, some people are not sensitive to another person's pain. So, somebody... You know, three or four people are talking. Somebody expresses something, and they very subtly indicate that they're going through major mental trauma. Okay, they very subtly indicate, and this person goes, "Yeah, that's nothing. You can easily solve that like this." And well, what they indicated was only the tip of the iceberg. There's a big problem, and you just solved the tip. Really, you do, you couldn't read that this person has a lot more deeper problems that they just aren't mentioning because they're being careful, diplomatic, right? Couldn't pick up nuances. So there are people like that, right? And you immediately say, okay, we need to talk about you when this person leaves (laughs) because they're just not going to let me or us any of us have a meaningful conversation. They're going to take it off in a shallow direction every time. Then there are some people who will defend themselves very quickly. Like you say something in jest, right? Like say somebody has a good body, like a guy. Some muscle, not like me, <laughs> much bigger than me, shall we say, right? And immediately they start talking about uh, some defect that they have and that they are, you know, they, they've been at going to the gym for such a long time and they have reached the ceiling and I, they don't understand how these other people are taking all these steroids and other things to get beyond. They shouldn't be doing that there's a physical actual limit I have and everybody has and you can and they're defending the fact that they're not as big as they want to be and you're like oh, I was just saying it looks like you take, you pay attention to how you, you help we're, we're not discussing steroids we don't care maybe we care but this is not the moment and you're big enough we don't care why aren't you getting big no it's just a compliment don't have to defend yourself that you're not big enough yeah. Similarly, women girls right can start to go off and talk about them mm-hmm. why how they could, how they in fact today is not their prettiest day on another day they are even prettier we, really <laughs> so you notice and you go back, back, back,
1: right? so they do not know how to take compliments is that right
0: well we'll talk about that <laughs> okay. so okay. they yeah. lack social awareness mm. to understand yeah. that when we say when this was said it was meant in this way in this Purpose uh-huh. and that must be answered, not how they feel about the same subject. See, many times people who are poor listeners
1: mm-hmm.
0: aren't actually interested in what you are saying and understanding your point of view. Yes. They are thinking conversation is somebody raises a subject and everybody dumps whatever little knowledge they have out. It's like a vomit. Mm-hmm. So for them, a conversation is what they, what we would I would call a vomit fest. Mm. vomit meaning throw up in America they call vomit throw up okay. mm-hmm. throw up fest <laughs> meaning five people get together I throw sub- I talk about a subject and everybody vomits or throws out whatever little knowledge they have on that subject or their feelings about that's not a conversation so this person misses the idea mm. that there is a social construct there is an environment there are subtlenesses there is a communication there is respect all these social awarenesses are missing because for them conversation really just is everybody wants because that's how you talk when you're in fourth grade for example mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. by eighth grade you start to switch gears and start having meaningful help given help taken and you know sensitivity to empathy other things start to kick in social awareness kicks in okay. so Sometimes. i don't want to go there yet sure but i'm thinking but I, you know it's a valid question because other people will be feeling that sorry okay here we go so they defend themselves too quickly. Then some people will uh, judge others too quickly, right? So you just got a you're talking a little bit and you say, "Hey, those are my shoes." Well, thank you. They go they, they, so they have learned how to take a coffee. That's right? so they say. Thank you, blah blah blah. And did you see that other person's palms? My God, what's wrong with that woman? What she Immediately judging someone, and you go, "You don't like those?" That's my girlfriend. They go, oh, I'm so sorry, I'm sorry. It's a complete farce, <laughs> right? Immediately, without reading anything, they are judging other people to show that they're superior, that their shoes are better looking, and therefore they're high class. So they have an inner need to overcome their own low self-esteem by shooting others, and that came out because they are judgmental. Okay, now if I tell you, don't be, you no, know, the solution to all of these problems is not just to stop doing that. Then you have nothing to say. And then someone talks to you and you say nothing. You say just generically small stuff. And people walk away thinking, oh, my God, no brains at all? Said nothing? <laughs> wow. So don't start solving this yet. I'm just, so, just stay with us. We're just explaining. <laughs> the solution will come, right? We will give you, explain the science and we'll give you stuff. Okay. All right, there's more. Okay, why people get turned off even by talking to people with a good looking face or the wow face, whatever they find wow. Okay. All right. Okay. Then um, yeah, they're too full of themselves, they defend themselves too quickly, they judge others and are unable to be forgiving. It's another kind of psychological issue. They judge someone, and then that person, you can see that person maybe is in the group or not in a group further away, and they are not able to come up with a reason why reasonably that person might be dressed in sneakers in a party. Right? I mean, at least give some effort, like maybe their baggage didn't arrive in the airplane. Mm -hmm. So they're stuck with whatever they were wearing in the airplane, and they showed up at the party wearing the same clothes. right? And the party is kind of semi-formal people are wearing nice shoes, and there's, there's only one guy wearing sneakers. So you wonder, right? And you can say, well, I thought, and instead of saying, oh, I thought in the, in the invitation it clearly said four more times. Mm-hmm. Maybe they didn't get the memo. can kind of look superior to them. Judge. So it's like kind of a judging too. Without forgiving. A judgment without, see, if you want to judge someone by saying they didn't get the memo, mm-hmm. then you should know they didn't get the memo. You should have gone and talked to them privately, confirmed it, mm-hmm. and then found out why. And then, Explain it to others so that that person is now not having to tell everybody why, right? Be nice to them. So they, they were lacking forgiveness and an ability to be nice and manage the situation to be better for everybody. So the attitude of how I can make this situation better for everyone, that depth in their love, in their heart was less. And that came out in the way they judged. So what am I saying? A loving heart is
1: beautiful.
0: Hmm. We'll get there, we'll get there, we'll get there. Don't jump ahead.
1: <laughs> A loving heart is which beauty. forgives.
0: Yeah, loving is... heart forgives naturally. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Otherwise
1: it's not loving heart. Oh.
0: <laughs> okay, so you're going ahead. Ah, don't, you don't go ahead. Okay. <laughs> stay here, stay here. We're okay. 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 Unable to be, not forgiving. Right? Okay. Then... <clears throat> Some people take a compliment in a loud way. Because they want everyone to know <laughs> how how good they are at that one tiny little thing that they did that day because that was their whole how can I call it net worth. <laughs> <laughs> my beautiful hairpin. <laughs> oh. oh, you like my hair? Pin? Oh, my God, it's real from Africa. Something, something, something. And really loud, we talk about how, mm-hmm. how special that thing is. Right? Until somebody says, yeah, and was on 50% sale at target <laughs> or some other stuff. <laughs> <laughs> or deflates them. Just on purpose, even if it's, who knows, right? So, So someone who exaggerates a compliment also turns you off. You're like, oh, my God, they're so needy. And this is it. This is their net worth. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, they have nothing else to bring to the table, so they want to make sure everybody knows this is my net worth. This is what I bring to the party. Mm-hmm. My, something, something. I'm just picking on something. I'm not, please, if you have a nice hairpin, please wear it. <laughs> 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 okay.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Take a compliment in a lovely. way. Okay. And then they don't compliment back. That's another quality. Mm-hmm. See, in social awareness, in social systems, when people compliment, they are doing several things. One is they're putting you at ease by complimenting you. Like don't become don't be uncomfortable. If you're having low self-esteem, you're looking just fine. Everything's great. You pump up your self-esteem so you have interesting things to say after that because you feel better, you feel stronger. Right? And also to so that's one of the ideas why someone compliments you. Another idea is they actually genuinely like something about you, right? But they like the something about you, not you. So, don't take that conversation in such a way that because you like something about me, you like me. Don't make that assumption because that makes you assumptive. An assumptive personality is to be stayed away from because someone who assumes is dangerous. Because in a life and death situation, in a war situation, in an attack situation, you will make assumptions without confirming whether they're true or not and you'll cause major damage. So, we avoid assumptive people, we avoid people who don't confirm back. Like say in a conversation, you say something and they don't confirm back that they heard you correctly. And they go on to the next step by saying, of course, I heard you and I understand you. And you there's only one meaning. And I'm going to say this as a, as a reply to that. And then I'm not going to repeat myself. There are pe- people like that. right? They, these are assumptive, dangerous people in war situations, in, in situations where something important needs to be done. And they are disliked. Um, instantly, there's a dislike to people who are unable to do that because it shows uh, either too much ego, it shows elitism, it shows low self-esteem, it shows an an attempt to try and accept themselves for who they are and inability to make jokes and fun about themselves. All of these are qualities that are popping out in just one simple indicator. And the person listening is not like me. They're not fully able to analyze everything in all these words, but they get a feeling, "Ah, no. Hmm. And a lot of human interaction is done instantly like that. Because all of what I'm explaining, the signs and the breakup is actually happening in the brain. You may or may not be able to it, But the net result is this. As a person, they back off. A person who has difficulty repeating themselves, back off. A person who doesn't ask you what they meant, back off. Because now the conversation is always oh, going to be difficult. Right? It's going to be a one-way call. They're going to tell you what they have to say, and they don't listen. It's what you already know from past experience. And you go, only when I really need to, I'll have that as a friend. Not that I don't need
1: to. So, yeah. so a lot of cost comes with this thing. Mm. So, before you go further, yeah. when we talk about the compliments, right? A person who does not know how to take compliments, well, that, okay. what do you say for that? Okay, uh, so. These people are the ones who, they, they they are very loud when they get a compliment. For example, or right? or, or they take it in an off direction. Or Correct. But so. what, if, what if a person is genuinely good and somebody's giving them the compliment and they don't know how to take it, they just keep quiet or they become shy. Yeah. Is there something totally different here you're talking about? Okay,
0: so okay, so you're, you're talking about something which is called a learned science. Okay. Meaning that in our society today we teach people to take compliments when they're given to you. Because uh Compliment giving can touch you in a deep way hmm. because yes. it can impact your ego. Correct. Right. Correct. So it can touch you in a deep way and people take time to recover from that deep touch. So they can become quiet or they can become shy or they can say, oh, it's no big deal. And all of which... To the listener, sound like they, you're rejecting their compliment,
1: mm-hmm. okay. but that's
0: not what they're doing. They're yeah. they're still recovering from the fact that you were so nice mm-hmm. as to compliment them.
1: Yeah. Okay.
0: Or they can have these off reactions where they go, "Yeah, I was waiting for someone to compliment me," and I go loud or I do something else because that's what's my that's my business card. That's my that's all I got. I have no other assets I bring into the into this meeting. I just, just my looks or some so couple of comments, right? So. So, we teach people that you should take compliments in a graceful way, and there are, we teach you a few things. And then everybody says the same thing, then it becomes boring. Mm -hmm. But at least it's better than going in the other three directions, right? So, we'll say, Well, thank you. I'm so glad you like it, right? Or I did it just for you, right? Mm -hmm. Or my husband got it for me, you know? So, we have some, some. Uh, standard responses to a compliment giving and taking mm-hmm. and, and they are definitely better than the natural delayed reaction or the loud prepared reaction. Good. But in a genuine situation you should be trained on how to take a compliment and then add some reality to it. Okay, So that the conversation that you then or your reply then adds to the conversation of that vicinity to a higher elevation. Don't just be, don't be a sponge, take the energy out of the situation by delaying. Don't become uh, what can I call it, a black hole by going loud, (laughs) changing the entire direction so now the entire conversation is messed, screwed because you kind of took it in a bad direction. Don't do that. Don't do this. And neutral is better. At least attempt, it can. If the conversation has energy, it can continue going forward. If it doesn't, you didn't. Have, you didn't help it. You didn't hurt it. That's most, That's what the teaching teaches you, right? Mm-hmm. No. Why you Why you gonna do that? If you're a beautiful person, like we're gonna show you, you're gonna take that conversation in a beautiful direction. Just the way you accept the compliment. Mm. It's, it's possible. Now that you've gone this far, I don't know, this might become a three show. (laughs) Because there's a lot to explain. Let's see see how far it goes. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. -hmm. Okay. Okay. Some people do not have the ability to empathize with others. Okay. So, now we're done with compliments. We're just saying in normal conversations how people explain. And, empathy starts not by for someone saying something. Empathy starts when you see their face. Right? You have to have a natural empathetic reaction to what you read on the person's face and in their eyes. If they're already beaming and happy, you must match it. If they're looking a little bit slow, sad, or a little bit lost, or they they have a smile but there is a sadness, you should see it. And don't Ignore one or the other. If they have both, right? Smile, but the eyes are sad, right? Then you have to match that by saying, yeah, sometimes I also have to put a brave face in these places. And the guy will go, you can see that. Mm -hmm. And in his mind, but he'll go, yeah, it's fun to say it's And then you wait something that's if he's if he feels comfortable. If he doesn't feel comfortable, you start by saying, yeah. I remember one time I was in a party, so I just been you know, through a bad friendship fiasco. Somebody in our team was
1: mm-hmm.
0: feeling terrible. I had to go to the party. I hadn't quite solved all my history and, and issues, you know, what, what are we going to do? So I wasn't quite present there. But after a while, I just said to myself, if I find somebody I can discuss that with, I will. If I don't, then let me just enjoy the moment for what it is. And sure enough, because I compartmentalized, I was able to find a person later in the evening who really helped us out, and I was able to find a replacement for that. You know, that, missing friendship person, uh, that skill set that we were to see But the rest of the party was awesome. You know, I kind of just moved along. So you give your story, whatever your story is, this is a good one. <laughs> but whatever your story is. And then you wait and see. So this is how you kind of deal with, you know, with 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 uh, empathizing. Empathizing is important and the, the nuances that you use in observation and empathy, display, empathizing shows your awareness, intelligence, loving heart, caring, all of which are ornaments that make you beautiful. Okay. Let's come to how. we us come to how. Don't, don't jump. I just, I give you a little bit every once in a while. But Okay. All right. Do not have any observation to solve other people's issues. So this you will see. So when people have been through a lot of training of how to behave in parties, you'll find that they know how to take a compliment. They know how to give a compliment. They know how to do a lot of the normal social rules they've been trained. Mm. But then that's it, social Social training just avoids mistakes. It doesn't propel anything, doesn't make anything. It doesn't solve anything and people don't go to parties to meet people and talk to other people to do nothing. What did I just say? People are not looking to meet other people and their net gain is zero. If you believe that to be true, that just you go to a party and just you have fun, you dance a little bit, you eat good food, you hoo-ha, hoo-ha and come back. Most people are not not doing that in their real life. They're looking Mm -hmm. to see how they can improve some of the pain, solve some of their issues, gain some of the things they want to gain. They have a get rid of my pains, get, increase my pleasure. Okay, those are the two big biggest human drives. People aren't going to a party saying, can I remain neutral? And all the training, this makes you neutral. So you walk away after meeting a person who's neutral, having no memory that you met them, like they didn't exist. So I call that lacking the observation to help people solve problems. Mm. You have to first observe, then you have to confirm, then you have to see that person is okay with listening to suggestions, by creating a situation where they might even ask you, do you have a suggestion, then you solve, then they accept, then they will shift, and then they are thankful, and you feel you, you get a new friend.
1: <sighs>
0: this is the fun thing. This is why you're at a party. This is why you're in a social situation. This is why you are going to do the things that I'm going to be going to tell you that make you beautiful and then you find all oh, this is natural.
1: It's good. Sandeep, yeah. I never thought that when I go to a party, and I'm trying to do other than socialize and meeting friends, maybe after a long time, they share their joy or sorrows and you hear them out. Mm-hmm. And if you have something good to tell them, you do. Otherwise, you just listen because sometimes people just need a but, listening ear.
0: But then you're doing that already. You're saying my approach to helping other people is to provide, at least provide a listening ear. So I, if that helps, I already provided that. Oh, so that's okay. part of this. Oh, very good. Okay, okay. If you had more skills, yes, then you would use them to make their life better.
1: Yes. So, I I think you would if you had what or whatever skills you had. Exactly. To use. So you need to have the skills also in order to So we're gonna tell yeah.
0: you how <laughs> to get more of those skills.
1: Okay, yeah? great, yeah. great. Uh-huh.
0: All right. Okay. But but the goal of people meeting people has to be clear in your head. It's not just neutral. See if you have the fund of, if your foundation of Perspective, your perspective is in the wrong place, then you are missing all the activity in the ocean. Right? An ocean is full of activity, it's dynamic. And it takes detachment to be able to observe all of the dynamism in a situation. And that open ability to observe the dynamism of the situation is beautiful. Okay. Okay. We're <laughs> three, three at least. I'm sorry. Okay. Some people have a shallow analysis. Okay. That means that you you are discussing some situation. Could be stock market. Could be um, some subject in school. Could be some event you're planning to you know in your in your high school or in your college, and they have just nothing but shallowness to it, right? instead of how can we really do something meaningful that people would remember whatever you know, whatever the depth of it required is and you immediately say okay this person then you then you realize that person is actually an artist they're good at painting then you say okay let us discuss what the event is going to be we'll tell them what they can think. that's their event because this depth discussion wasn't their value and that's okay that's who you are that's what you do you say okay and you understand but as you increase other things in your in your disciplined life, you will find your shallowness in the condition.
1: Sorry to interject. Yes, at you want to know
0: now. What is shallow? <laughs>
1: what is the shallow analysis? Uh, give Give me an example
0: for of it. Okay, so like I'm um, like we we're discussing the Ukraine war. Okay, we just need to kill Putin, and, and, and that's it. That's the
1: okay. problem. Okay, okay.
0: Really, really, the guy has another best. Internal security, you can't just call it. NK. It's not, you're not even possible, okay. so you don't even understand. You were just taking one side and you have a solution which is not a solution.
1: Okay,
0: and does that guarantee that the next Russian guy will not continue to attack you? No, you haven't thought anything through.
1: got it. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, uh-huh.
0: all right. They do not understand the nuances. We cover we covered that of when you say something, there is a lot of. Nuance behind what you're saying, what you mean, and only way to understand it is to guess and then ask before you respond. So, good conversation moves at a slower pace than you think. Good conversation is somebody says something, and you don't just say, "Here's what I dump," and think about that. You go, "Hmm, are you meaning this this way or this way? Or in what way did that bother you?" So you learn a little bit more about what they said by asking a question about the areas that were left unclear in your head. Not just generic questions to ask a question for the sake of a question. Right? You say, this is painting this kind of a picture, but this area, your intention is not clear to me. And what you what your, you know, what your pain, why the pain is not clear to me. So let me ask that. In what way was that bothering you? They go this way, oh, because it bothered you. So, That's why you did this and this and this. So you can, and then you let the person know that answer helped you connect what they said earlier and the person goes, go, oh my God, you're listening. Now they want to tell you because most people don't actually fully talk until you let them know that you have good listening skills that you prove to them. And if you don't know this part of conversation, you will never have good conversations because your conversation will be, they said this and I said this is really good advice. And the guy goes, yeah, screw you. You missed all of my nuances and what I meant in my drivers and what I, my pain was. And so you didn't answer. You didn't actually address my question. And I've talked to many people and I said, you know, this guy actually said this and he meant this Then, And the response of this other person who was speaking, not picking up no, they'll say, then why didn't they say that? No, they indicated. Now it's your job to ask. No, no, I don't ask. You have to tell me everything and then I'll solve it and give you my solution. Because I'm an analyst, whether well, you're a poor analyst, because good analysts ask questions. Nuance. Okay. Okay. Then <clears throat> they're okay. Next point: they are unable to ask you questions. <laughs> they go together, right? Uh-huh. So, nuance being able to understand nuances is an important part of you having the ability to ask questions without being interrogative. Wow. Okay. So then, what you did that? Why did you do that? No, that's it. Now, why did you do that? Interrogation. Don't be interrogated. Nobody has a right to be interrogated. Okay? Unless you're, you're a jail master. <laughs> or you're torturing someone. Yeah.
1: Right?
0: Okay. But we think that I'm, I'm asking this white interrogative question for your sake. So you should answer is you are lower than me. No. Stop trying to put everything in a hierarchy of who's higher and lower. Because that shows. So what is the reality? The reality is everybody is high in their area of strength and everybody is low in their area of weakness and nobody is ultimately high or low. Everyone has some highs and, lows. and everyone needs to be respected for their highs and appreciated if they have the honesty to say, look, that's not my strength. I can't cook. So if I cook, it will take me a lot of time to learn how to cook. So it's okay. There are many things I cannot do very well. So so, a person who knows that is to be appreciated and not just bombed on the head. Last time we used that word, bopped on the head. <laughs> Don't bonk people on the head for something that they are not going to change easily or it's not worth changing.
1: Huh. Okay. okay. Halt! Yes. <laughs> well, we have more. <laughs> yes, and but here I have to ask you something. Okay. Now, um, as uh, I think audience knows and you know that we I used to uh, go host a show uh, radio Awaaz yeah, before, yeah. before no, no, no. where we are interviewing people. Okay. Okay. Now I have seen. It's like a host. Yes, a host. By um, you know. Yeah, and you're a guest. Yes. So in real life, what I used to do when we meet people or anyone new, I would ask them. I wanted to know about them, so I would ask questions. And it used to look like as if I'm interviewing them.
0: Or integrating them.
1: Yes. <laughs> Why, where, when, all those. Yeah. And my family pointed that out that I become interrogative when I'm asking questions. Though in my point of here, view, you, were, you, were, you need curious. Them. Yes, I'm curious. But it sounded to people. Yes, it can.
0: Right. So, so your question is how to do that better? Is that the question?
1: Or yeah, I think I come in that mode again most of the times. Okay.
0: So okay. Okay, that's a very simple answer. Okay. I mean, the solution is simple. Yeah. To understand. Okay. <laughs> to do it <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sure. First of all, understand that I'm like yeah, doing the process,
0: Yes, process. sure. So when we ask people questions, what makes it interrogative versus empathetic, shall we say? Sure. Empathetic is the not, not the exact opposite, but the sensitive opposite one very simple thing makes a difference. <laughs> and that is, you must express why you're asking the question before you ask the question. Oh. Then, the other person understands the context. They go, oh, you're asking for this reason. You, so you begin by saying, you know, it'll help me if I understood this because with this knowledge, um, you we can determine whether Um, the situation can be saved or not. So, can you tell me why you did this move and not that move? Now, ask the why. Why is it usually the worst interrogative question? That's why I gave you the why example. But you said it like this. And the person goes, from that point of view, where you're trying to be helpful to me, I don't consider that as an interrogation. Okay. Because otherwise, when I didn't know that, uh-huh. it sounds like if I tell you why and I tell you the wrong answer, you're going to judge me to be stupid and you're going to write me off, and I don't want to be written off. So I'll give you a diplomatic answer that prevents you from judging me and not the whole truth, and you'll go, "Wait, you give me the whole truth." Are you with me? So to prevent this interrogation, uh, you can say. uh, um, first, uh throw the image that you're looking like an interrogator, you you have to first be sensitive to how it will be taken by the person. And the solution usually is, let me tell you why or how this information can be useful, how I intend to use it, or my perspective is this. And then that person goes, okay. And a lot of it is just aligning perspectives Mm -hmm. or how you're going to use that in your analysis for something else. Mm -hmm. explain. and that's the simplest solution. Yeah. But it requires this greater love. Feel the other person squirming with your interrogation. Mm. It requires the observation and immediately backing up. I saying, that's not my goal. That's not my goal. And what's the fix?
1: This is the fix. Okay. I'll be mindful of doing that. <laughs> good, good, question. good question. Now, when you explain something,
0: right? So when that person asks you these questions, right? And you start to explain the answer. Right? So say interrogative or nicely asked a question. Right. And the person you're talking to asks you a question. Maybe in an interrogative or in a nice way. Either way, you go, okay, you tolerate, you have some forgiveness, and you start to answer the question and you answer. And immediately they say, I already know that. Uh-huh. Tell me the next thing. Right? Instead of being patient by saying, Thank you for being grateful enough to tell me,
1: uh-huh.
0: because that knowledge is useful, uh-huh. I'm not trying to show off to you that I'm, so, I'm smarter than you or I'm not so stupid. That I, so I'm trying to prove to you, I already know that meaning. I'm trying to show to you, I'm not stupid. Yes. But what's the only thing you prove when you say, I already knew that? You proved you're stupid. <laughs> the proof of you being stupid is, I already knew that. Because only stupid people will say, I knew that. Smart people will say, wow, even you can see that knowledge is useful and I knew that. Please continue. Yes, that matches with my thinking. How do you say? I already knew that. That matches with my thinking. You're so smart. Please continue. Right? Not I'm full of low self-esteem and I'm going to let everybody know that. That I already knew that. Don't tell me that. I already know that. Okay. That's one. Then, so this is lacking what is called social grace.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. okay.
0: They're unable to explain something they already knew. And they are not thankful for you telling them something you already knew. And they're not thankful for the next thing that that person is going to tell you that you didn't know. Right? So there are double lack of thanks. One, you should be thankful that this person told you something relevant, even if I already knew it. Then I kept quiet and then they told me something I didn't know. And then immediately I should say, well, thank you again. You told me something I didn't know. You are a treasure of knowledge. Compliment them. You must compliment and thank people that give you new information you did not have. Not just use it instantly and say, then you should have done this. <laughs> right? Interrogation and to make an attempt to make you look stupid. Right? If that's true, then you should have done this. No, I'm just still, the person still telling you. Be thankful. You just learned something new. Be thankful. Then you can say, but then the question in my mind is then, why didn't you do the next thing? But then you have to ask that question, not just say, you're so stupid, you should... every time you try to prove someone else is stupid, you're just showing your low self-esteem and lack of social grace, right? And if you have low self-esteem, make an effort, see a therapist. It's solvable. In any case, we're going to tell you some things to do that will actually help elevate your self-esteem. Then the next one is, so this displays low self-esteem is the same as inferiority complex. Some people use different words. And some people vocalize their superstitions. When someone tells you something, they tell you a story and they say, oh no, no don't cross the street, they have a black cat. Don't walk under a ladder. Don't. They have a bunch of superstitions, they start popping out because somebody told a story and their fear bone got kicked and all their other fears now start to vomit out. Superstitions come out, right? And if you have superstitions, they can be solved. Talk to some wise people, talk to a therapist. You can get rid of many of your OCDs and superstitions. They don't have to be stay with you. They just lack social grace. They get in the way of thinking. They get in the way of people appreciating and bonding with you. And, you know, you're getting closer to people's hearts and being more accepted. Then some people do not respect other people's religions. They don't respect other people's beliefs. They don't respect other people's. They look down on other people's color on their race or, or their culture, right? So these are obvious no-no's. And when you see that, doesn't matter how attractive that person was across the room, they open their mouth and they go, Yeah. You know, we you and I we both have the same hair color. These people with other stupid hair colors, what's wrong with that? <laughs> yeah, I'm exaggerating. The okay. Then They're unable to ask you questions or thank you for making the effort to help them understand something. We just covered that, right? Meaning, in a conversation, a socially aware and a graceful person is going to compliment more easily and appropriately wherever something worth complimenting happens. That sets a good example, especially to any kids that might be in that conversation. And if the younger kids, they keep that habit. Yeah. I learned something new. You knew so much. Wow! I love learning new stuff. I, heard. and they're constantly complimenting, but complimenting by moving the conversation forward, not complimenting because I don't know what else to say. <laughs> <laughs> so how you compliment, what you compliment, in what way you compliment, moves the conversation forward moves it, it backward. There is no steady state. If I just stay a compliment like that was D-O-A. You know what I mean? D-O-A. D-O-A? A compliment that's dead on arrival. Meaning <laughs> <laughs> you know, no response is possible. You just compliment it oh. but it didn't move the conversation in any direction and if I say anything it makes it bad. So I say nothing. So I, everybody gets bad. Everyone goes oh. So that's a compliment that was a compliment
1: uh-huh. <laughs> and even Sandeep what I uh, you know when you're talking about all these things compliment you say these people do not know how to compliment they don't compliment or no, no, they know they but, do but know. they do not
0: yeah. Yeah. Ah. Yeah. that's why there are two things here okay. one is you must compliment yes yes. now what happens when you make it a, uh, a value uh-huh. if you don't make it a value your your ability to compliment will be dependent upon your gain. You know what I mean? Most people, uh, when they meet a person that they want something from, okay. personal gain, then they are naturally complimentary. Uh, Other times, they are derogatory. I don't need anything uh, from you. You're lower than me. Uh, so this person doesn't know how to come. That's not a compliment. That's uh, psychofancy. Oh, wow. That's, that's a I'm heavy su- word. I'm sucking up to somebody with power. Uh, okay, yeah. Okay. That's not compliment. Okay. People think that that's a compliment. Yeah. People think that that's respect. It's not respect. We're going to do a whole session on respect. That's not. Psychopathy is not respect. Psychopathy is is really poor behavior. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Low social grace. Everything wrong with it. Mm. Because you're manipulated. It's a form of manipulation. I'm saying something to please you to get what I want, and then I don't even know you. I don't even respect you. I never respected you. Mm. I looked like I respect. So many people. When they grew, many kids, when they grow up around a bunch of psychopaths, they grow up thinking, "I hate people who compliment," because they grew up around psychopathy,
1: mm. right? Mm.
0: So they they think complimenting and psychopathy are the same thing. They grow up because they grew up with such a distaste of yeah. people who were always praising their grandmother or grandfather who was really powerful. Okay, right? okay. and that you just get allergic to it. So you. So you have, and as a kid, nobody explained to you that, oh, that's psychopathy. This is respect. This is, comp-. they're three different animals. Okay. 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 So, that, so you have to, so what happens when you make a value that I must compliment, I must, or I must be grateful, I must thank people, uh-huh. is you learn how to do that better and better. Yes. And it takes time to learn how to give good compliments because yes. you have to now watch other people giving compliments and you say, hey, that guy said this so well. He complimented it so well. I'm going mm-hmm. to make a note of it. And Mm -hmm. gradually, your own ability to compliment will improve because you will now become aware of how other people are complimenting other people. Mm -hmm. Because first of all, you're deciding it's a good value that you think compliments are good, but psychophancy is bad. So then you say, I'm going to keep a special eye out for psychophancy, And I'm going to figure out what's a graceful way to reply to a psychophant. Okay, you know, one of the graceful ways to reply to a psychopath who says, Sastra praise, you a lot. You don't even know him, and they don't even know you much, perhaps, right? You Immediately, you do the New Yorker thing. Yeah. Thank you. What do you want? Because I'm not going to assume that, I'm not going to become ungraceful myself. I say, what's wrong with you? Oh, thank you. You complimented me, obviously. Thank you. What do you want? Meaning, I know this is not a real relationship. We're not that buddy and friends, you're just praising me, praising you You want something. And then, and if you want to go one more, (laughs) and what are you going to give? (laughs) If I give you that, what are you going to give me back? It's a transaction, man, come on, keep it simple. Don't try to bum it off me. Okay. So Uh there are ways to deal with psychopaths. And it's important to know those ways, otherwise you feel allergic towards all praise. You understand? Vocabulary is so important. Otherwise, you have the wrong label. Right? On cinnamon powder, it says Karam Masala. <laughs> wrong label.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay? Because they look similar, right? Not really. If you know well, Karam Masala and Takara. I, right. yeah. I could have really my Vurashila. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> but wrong labels are wrong labels. Vocabulary must be accurate in your head. You must have, the word meaning must be the meaning that the world uses, not what you imagine, It approximate, not vague, not one meaning. Every word has three meanings. That's what makes life fun. Like words have meanings. they have more than one meaning. You must know all the meanings, they have nuances, they have histories, they have etymologies. But you know, not for today. For beauty, we'll just go simple, all right. Cannot give credit where it's due. A person who cannot give credit where you. all of a sudden you back up by saying, this person is not beautiful.
1: Okay, mm-hmm.
0: I'm going to go a little bit faster. Some, a person who's not creative. You go, hmm. and another person is super creative, he just crack jokes on the fly, based on what you've read, your word, three meaning, bomb. And you know, some creative new simile, creates a beautiful image, says, has a nice repartee, fast response, you go, man, that guy's so creative, they're on the ball, there, right? All of a sudden that person looks beautiful and the person who doesn't have creativity looks not beautiful creativity is they lack the courage to stand up for what needs to be defended something happens in a situation somebody offends somebody they don't send Two other people who look very you know not very powerful not very Beautiful to you earlier, stand up for the other person's third third, third person defense, and you go, I like those people. They're values. You said nothing. I don't like you. You don't have values. You don't have human values. What the hell? If you lack the ability to stand up for what needs to be defended, you are no longer beautiful. So just imagine you can be doing all this makeup in the morning, go to a social situation, and you don't do this, and all of a sudden you're chipping away at all your beauty. Or well, the physical beauty you gained, you 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 know you use to get people's attention, just chipped away, at and soon nobody thinks you're beautiful because they go, it's a nice face, perhaps not even that. After all, even the face is not like that. And I will show you how to make your face change its shape because it's part of beauty. Okay, all right. They lack the courage to stand up. Do not support a good idea that other person suggests. It was a genuine idea. You don't have the guts. You're like, you wait for other people to say, shall we, shall we? And then, okay, let's do it. You're the last person to say yes. Lack of guts, lack of ability to make a judgment call when everybody was thinking the same thing and the person who says it first has the courage. Courage is beautiful. But courage follows thought, intellect. Because without analysis, you say yes to a stupid thing, then you look stupid. That's why people aren't so jumping to say yes first, right? Because it takes intellect and courage. If you don't have intellect, then you say, I don't understand, but it sounds good. I'd like to support you. Good. way. At least you're honest. Honesty is beautiful.
1: Okay. Honesty is beautiful. Yes.
0: And do not understand the subject. So if you're a student, make sure you understand your subjects. It makes you beautiful. It does. If you're a student in college or in high school, be good at your studies and have awareness. It makes not having knowledge of your subject takes away from your attractiveness a lot. Okay, All right. So sometimes we're in a situation where we don't know something being discussed. Right? You know, not everyone can know everything. Most people don't know everything. Most people cannot know everything. And many them, um, there are too many things we don't know. What should you do then? Well, a beautiful person will just ask. I'm sorry, I don't know much about this. Can you tell me a little bit? Well, or if, if it's too much, just tell me where to read up. I'll read up just the way you asked makes you beautiful, even though you're ignorant.
1: Ignorance
0: displayed well is beautiful.
1: (laughs) (laughs) A good one. Ignorance displayed
0: well. (laughs) Because it shows that I'm a learning person. Yes. And I'm not apologizing for the fact that I don't know. In fact, I'm, I'm making it obvious that I'm ignorant. But my learning is on. My engine is so ready. And that learning is more valuable than knowledge. All, all, always a learning person compared to a person who knows a lot is more valuable Because over time they'll learn more. This guy will just be stuck with it. Alright? Okay. So the topic today is how beauty, charisma, attraction can work. How to get it. And how can they can be developed? So we covered how people meet people, other people, good looking, bad, looking, ugly, and decide to chip away from whatever their attractiveness to that person was by these properties. And we also give you some house. I'm going to take a little bit more before we end. So there is a concept within society that everyone knows of that there can be a person who's dumb or unevolved or ungraceful, right? but good-looking because they have the model features of what is considered pretty in the current fashion industry. That definition has changed over time a lot. Of people don't realize that, but it does. Anyway, and so this per, this personality type, and everyone is looks out for that in a party, and they go, oh, that's that person. Has the, has the model features or has a, approximately nice feature set, but gone, oh, ungraceful, not knowledgeable, dumb, but somewhat, right? And there to be. There'd be Kind of avoided, or they're abused, or they're manipulated. Sad, but it's generally not in a good case. Okay. So the qualities that make a person attractive can and are are usually developed even by the people that have them. Anyone can develop them, and is not. It's totally independent of the genetics that you were born with. Because when there is a brightness in your eyes that comes from awareness, it changes the way you hold your eyes. When there is an awareness in your brain about the situation, it changes the way your muscles and your face are held. And they're so subtle that I can't even tell you what they are. (laughs) But other people can see them, okay? And there are a few things that you can do that will make it worse for you, even though you could have been born with a genetically attractive face, like drinking alcohol, because it's a depressant. Uh It causes your mood in the brain to be depressed. The muscles change according to your depression that you're feeling, feeling from the alcohol. And it shows. And nobody wants to be around a depressed person. Yes. But they're not depressed as in the clinical sense. Mm-hmm. They're just temporarily depressant from the alcohol effect. So if you avoid alcohol, yeah. you naturally just took away one entire layer of problem. <laughs> for example, right? So that's for today. Next time, we're going to talk about the specific things and we're going to give you exactly specific things that you need to do to increase and become more attractive charming well and, and i will end
1: before you know,
0: are <laughs> uh-huh. beautiful you
1: yes yes and yes. thanks for listening to us all the way up to here and uh, we appreciate that you found this to be very helpful and valuable and we want you. We want to request you that if you like this please share it among your friends forward it to other people, other people, other who, people. Might have, who might gain from it yes, yes it's a very important topic but all the topics we've covered so far are very interesting I think they're
0: fundamental yes. or some topics are more interesting yeah
1: <laughs> we would love to hear back from you if you like something yeah. and you want us to cover it we would love that and you can reach to us uh, through an email the yeah. theonlinesamosa at gmail.com and text us
0: at Six six nine two two eight two eight one zero, 228 2810 and uh, we look forward to hearing from you and uh, stay tuned we have maybe two more sessions
1: two more sessions uh, before we go just would let you want to let you know that we are on Spotify on YouTube on Apple Podcast Google Podcast Twitter yes. yeah. uh, I mean yeah. mostly yeah. all of you, them you can, you can you can show your gratitude to
0: us by subscribing
1: yes and sharing with your friends. Yes. And yes. Please do that for us. Thank you so much. Yes. And hear us on Bolly Nights 2.3 FM every Sunday at 7 p.m. Till then, a warm namaste from Yamini.
0: And a namaste. Thank you for being here. From Sandeep. Day.
1: And remember, <laughs> <laughs> the beautiful... Oh, the beautiful samosa. <laughs> yes.